I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And it's Monday. You know what that means. Joining us now, Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, host of the Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Jason, thanks so much for joining us. Well, the Chiefs lost. The Ravens may not have covered, but they certainly knocked off the Arizona Cardinals. Let me ask you point blank. If you would like to re-rank AFC teams, if you'd like to redo your power rankings, who is the best team in the AFC right now? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're honest. Yeah. I, I do. Can we wait until after the trade deadline at this point? Uh, oh, yeah. The Chiefs situation was, was odd, and I, I wonder how much – you know, the, the flu was going through their locker room. And if, if that, you know, was a very real factor here in the end, um, I didn't see that coming. I thought that this game, uh, they'd have the elixir for the Broncos, you know, after having seen them in a short week and, and one ugly, I thought they might win pretty here. And instead they lost, uh, I mean, they, they, they lost in a cumulative fashion. Um, the likes of which we don't often see and they need to do something before the trade deadline. Like they need a receiver, the Baltimore Ravens, despite all the money they've spent on guys like Odell Beckham, where, who are giving them nothing and all the draft picks they've wasted on people like Rashad Bateman. Um, they, they need one. Uh, Miami's defense, you know, it, it still kind of gives me pause and, and, when they play teams that can really move the ball, you know, I, I don't know quite what to make of them. I would say uh, those writing off the bills, while I don't think this is going to be a bills team that, you know, goes 14 and three or anything like that, obviously. I still think they win that division. Um, and look out for the Cincinnati Bengals. So, I mean, in this league right now, I, I don't think there's a whole lot separating um, a lot of these teams, especially like teams you would put in the upper middle class to sort of, you know, first class. I, I don't know that where those delineations are. Um, you know, like if the Lions and the Chiefs played on a neutral site tomorrow, I mean, I might lean to the Lions again, you know, which – I, it surprises myself hearing it come out of my mouth, especially as we talk right now, the last time the Lions played, they got humiliated across the board. But I think they flex their big boy muscles tonight. So, you mean, I don't know, you know? Like, where would you have had San Francisco 48 hours ago and, you know, 365 hours ago? You know, I, 
probably a lot higher than you'd have them right now. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's talk about the trade deadline. We've been hitting on it every Monday with you, and it's here. And in the last week before the deadline, we have all these quarterbacks go down to injuries. I don't know if it's going to make a team a buyer or a seller. Uh, you tell us, what should we be looking for uh, by Halloween, 4 o'clock Eastern at that deadline? Yeah, I don't know that you're going to see a massive super, uh, uh, quarterback deal. You know, I think a lot of those teams, it's just about making the best of your practice squad or this is why we drafted so-and-so. You know, we didn't think we'd have to, you know, smash the glass and break in case of an emergency in week nine. You know, that's a little early to be doing it, but that's what we have to do. I mean, Tennessee just did it, and it worked out pretty damn well for them. Like, let's be real. If that's what they thought they were getting out of Will Levis, Will Levis, would it, it would have happened by now. You know what I mean? It, it, it would have happened. So, you you, you know, you, you don't know. Um, do I think like a Josh Dobbs could change teams? You know, I'm just thinking of guys who are playing right now. You know, like maybe I, I'm sure there's some others. Um, Fields? You know, Trubisky. Trubisky might have been an interesting candidate, right? <laughs> like Trubisky, and he didn't play well, and he's never going to play well, but, you know, he can run around, whatever. <laughs> People seem to like him. You know what I mean? Like if Pittsburgh doesn't lose Pickett, like could Trubisky, like could somebody have looked at Trubisky and said, you know, that's going to help us get it done? No, Fields, I, I don't I, I would be shocked if anything happened you know, of, of that significance, you know, I think it's more like, is there a team out there that thinks they're a playoff team that like might want Andy Dalton, you know, like do the yeah. Minnesota Vikings feel like, Hey, Oh yeah, we could go get Colt McCoy off the street. But like, do we think Andy Dalton's a little better? You know, do we, can we give the, whatever the Panthers a, a five or a six for Dalton? Like, I think guys like that are commodities, you know, at other positions, obviously we're talking big fish. Um, at least there's conversations about big fish, you know, and, and don't don't let anybody tell you that, you know, just because some team whispered something in some agent's ear about, hey, we really don't want to trade your guy. You know, every year there's about 45 kids who get told if you're up on the board, when we pick in the first round, you're our pick. Probably more than 45. Might be 60. How many picks are there in the first round? So you do the math, um, you know, the Derrick Henry's, the Saquon Barkley's, the Max Crosby's, you know, the Devontae Adams, I, nothing's out of the question. You know, Wayne Gretzky got traded. Babe Ruth got traded. Um, there, there, there are big moves that could take place. I can't bet awards here in Virginia, but I think the MVP market is intriguing because all of the quarterbacks mm. have looked vulnerable. Pat Mahomes, the favorite, not his best showing. It pro it probably won't go to a non-quarterback, but could things be way more wide open this year than we've seen before? Yeah, you know, it might not be the craziest thing in the world to embrace chaos there and and sprinkle a little bit on some non-traditional um players positions whatever like if you are a kyle shanahan truther i'm not but there's a lot of you out there who boy he's just got the pixie <laughs> dust and he can he can turn anything around you know san francisco can't lose three games in a row kyle shanahan can't lose three games in a row <laughs> okay but if you're one of them you know what i mean like 
the, the real glue is Trent Williams. I'm not letting you a little secret. Trent Williams is the guy who makes everything go from an EPA and DVOA standpoint. But he ain't getting any postseason awards. So, like, Christian McCaffrey, if he just keeps scoring two touchdowns every week, right, and they do get back in this thing, and Purdy's numbers look miserable, and Kittle's down, and Debo's missed time, you know, but let's say you think they're going to come out of this bye like a house of fire. And then let, and you, the left tackle will come back, and everybody's, woo, he's going to raise their – you know, like that, that might be interesting because if the guy scores a touchdown every week, right, he's going to he's gonna set some wreck. Like if this streak goes on into perpetuity, it's going to get a lot of attention. It's going to be on people's radars. Um, I would not write off <laughs> Joey Burrow, and that's very traditional as a quarterback. But, like, this is what they yeah. do. They, they wake up a little bit before Halloween, and you look at the standings at the end of the year, and you look at his numbers, and you're like, Mm-hmm. Man, what happens, you know, when the leaves change for those guys? But I think that's very real <laughs> and very possible again. You know, in the and then, like, if you're looking for other candidates in, in the NFC, I mean, I don't know. Could it be, a, like, A.J. Brown? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he mm. if he, it's 125 and a touchdown to two every week, and Hertz is kind of limping around, right? And they don't want Hertz running as much. And Hertz is not even going to have a good, as good a season as last year, so it's not going to be Hertz. Maybe that's something that um, could be worth a sprinkle. As far as some NFC divisions, certainly the Lions. I mean, yeah, it's October. And it looks like they've wrapped it up, uh, given the problems the Vikings and the Packers and the Bears yes. have had. So that mm-hmm. uh, no question there. Uh, but in the West, the 49ers look vulnerable, and the Seahawks, like maybe they do just enough to win that division. That's still a possibility. The South is completely up in arms. What in the world are you supposed yeah. to expect there? And then in the East, yeah, the Eagles have the best record in the NFL. The only team with only one blemish. But that was a really impressive win by the Dallas Cowboys, and they get to face each other next week. How do you see these divisions up in the air playing out? Um, yeah, well, let's see. In the NFC, what would – yeah, I, I – something about the Seattle operation, I, I just can't I – just, I, I just don't quite totally buy it. You know, and I think when San, like, and I, I think San Francisco, the hype on them got out of control. But if if they're healthy on the other side, you know, and the, the quarterback goes back to being what he is, a guy they that you know they're shooting for eh, fifteen to eighteen completions, you know, one or two big shots downfield, um, you know, high percentage football. Uh, I, I think they're going to be fine. Um, Personally, I, I just I, I don't know, man. I, I can't really back I can't really back Seattle. I don't I still don't quite know what they are. I don't think the quarterback's any good. I think the defense is good. I don't think it's great. Um mm-hmm. so I, I, I don't really see anything I want to play there. Like in the South, I'd probably play the Saints because I think their defense is the most consistent unit in that division. And, like, I don't think the quarterback's going to win any big games for them. It's just a matter of, you know, how many does he blow? How many, you know, double agent, you know, uh, red zone interception, three turn, you know, three turnover days does he have? So I, I would lean New Orleans there. I, I don't think the Cowboys are catching the Eagles. I don't think the Cowboys are as good as the Eagles. I mean, that's Dallas at home, you know, off a of bye against the Rams team that, um, 
Matt Stafford, what they weren't going to be able to like Matt Stafford wasn't going to hold up. Matt Stafford having to face the Steelers and the Cowboys back to back weeks with what he does against pressure, which is nothing. Just I didn't think that I I, I didn't think that was much of a match, and I I think that's the that's exactly what the Dallas Cowboys do. Like they've got more rest than the other team. There's a huge talent imbalance. We get to punch down on them from the first quarter on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I would still lean to the, the Bills in the East. I just think that they have the in, internal fortitude and the coach-GM um, combination to just win games ugly. Um, you know, in the North, I haven't looked at the numbers lately um, in that market, but I'm sure the Bengals were down for a while and maybe there's no value there anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, the Bengals, to me, um, very much alive to win that division. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be Jacksonville in the South, right? Like, I, I don't think there's a whole lot mm-hmm. of mystery, um, to that one. And as and look, it, it can't like, do you really buy Brandon Staley? Like, I know what they did last night, but come on, when they play come real on. teams, yeah. what happens? Yeah, so yeah. I mean, even with the Chiefs being down, I don't see anybody else with the arrow up enough to, to even that imbalance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how uh, these voters think when it comes to the awards. When Sunday night happens, Buffalo, Cincinnati, even though he's only been active for one game after all that coverage and the celebration and the stories that we're going to hear in the lead up, is it just going to be DeMar Hamlin's your comeback player of the year and he just runs away with it? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, it's quite possible. I mean, you know, now, obviously early in the year, he wasn't active a ton and, and, and all that. Um, but, yeah, I don't even know that that's about football. I think it's it's more, right. you're right, there's the human element of this. And that is a incredibly compelling human interest story. Um, and that, look, that the aftermath of that, um, I know we live in a short attention span, you know, society now. I mean, that was an international story. I mean, that that that, you know, was not just a sports story by any stretch of the imagination. So for that young man to be able to pull out of that and live normally and play normally and do all the good he's doing, right. And become an ambassador for getting these pulmonary units, you know, close to these fields and the grassroots level, right. Of youth athletics and high school athletics. And I mean, I'm just trying to like go through in my head. Like if I'm missing, like, I don't know that there's some other massive redemption story that we're missing now are we you know no. somebody coming back from catastrophic like there's no alex smith in this equation right, right. like i don't i don't see mm-hmm. one 
and even just from a you know old guy changes teams gets better magic elixir you know turn back the hands of time I, I, yeah there's not anything jumping out at me so that's that's probably a smart play yeah what do you like tonight monday night football the raiders who rank 25th in defensive dvoa at the lions <laughs> This spread at seven and a half and seven, depending where you do your shopping side total or props that you like in this one, Jason. About 30 seconds. There were Sorry. Th- yeah. Realized there, there we were three, out of time. There, there were three teams I thought were going to go crazy this weekend offensively and cover. The Eagles, who did if you had them at six and a half, that came nowhere close. And the one I like the most and the one I've played the most are the Lions. So take that for what you will. But I think Jared Goff goes over 300 yards. I think the Lions, I like all totals into the 30s. Um, uh, I think I think Jameer Gibbs catches a bunch of balls for a bunch of yards. And I, I think they win this game by two scores or more, possibly three. I mean, if they did to the Raiders what the, what the Ravens did to the Lions, I wouldn't be surprised in the least. Good stuff. Jason Lockenfora, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. That was Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we give our thoughts on Monday Night Football with the Lions in a bounce-back spot against the Raiders. Our favorite angles are coming right up right here on the BetQL Network.